TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. That So do that, do that, do, do that, that, that. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Be Mitch in here dishing out the, uh, the uncensored news. Be plenty more of that tonight at Bethesda Theater. Um, listen, we got to talk Dan Quinn. We got to talk Chip Kelly. We got a lot to talk about. I'm excited for tonight. I am. I think it's going to be fun. You know, I like people. This is another thing. I think a lot of people misread me, Jay. They don't know. I really like people. B is a out I like you dude. until you piss me off. Then I don't like you. Sure. Yeah. I think most people are like that. Yeah. Um, now, we did get the rundown from CK, so we know when we need to be there. When now we the- need to be there? I didn't see that. Well, I don't want to say it. Cause cause I, I, walk, I walked in the house last night, and I was told, oh, we, we're going to eat crabs. I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, you're not invited. Damn. So it was my wife, my daughter, and all of her, their friends with the crabs. I didn't get to eat that, so I turned into a brown knight. I bet you got to pay for them, though. Uh, I, no, they to pay for themselves, I think. I got to look at, I gotta look deep down into the, yeah, the ticket account. But I yeah. turned it into a brown knight, bro. I, I went Buffalo Trace heavy. What time did you? Time of those eyes start falling. Oh, that didn't fall till about what 12, 12.30? Oh, wow. You're and up then late. I was up at six o'clock on the treadmill. I woke up early too. Doing um, that thing. Uh, it's Groundhog Day. And for some, I think this coaching hire feels like it. But you, you just hired a defensive head coach that had been in the NFC South. That's the crowning achievement was getting to a Super Bowl with an MVP quarterback. Um, you could say all the same things about Dan Quinn. I think it's a little lazy, though, to to make that assertion um, that Dan Quinn is is Ron Rivera 2.0. I think they're just they're different types of people, and I think one of the they're biggest different types of people in different points of their career. That's what they are, and, and I can say the version of Ron we got is not the version that they saw down there in Carolina early in his uh, coaching stint, and the damn sure wasn't the guy I saw in Philadelphia as a, as a linebacker. You know, and Ron, one of the biggest differences, even beyond the, the differences between the humans, right? Mm-hmm. One of the absolute biggest differences is Ron came here as the boss. Ron was in charge of everything. Yeah. That ain't the case with Dan Quinn. It is not. Dan is here to be a leader, to be a coach. Right now, he's got to fill out a staff. There's a lot of questions about how that's going to look. Um but I, I think one thing that's important to point out is Ron, and I think it came to drive a lot of people crazy, Ron was stoic. I think that's the best way to describe Ron's 
on-field demeanor, a lot of times at practice. Sideline demeanor, you mean? Yeah, sideline demeanor. Um, what? And I think, I don't know, Landfill, what Landfill? Landfill's getting upset. He's talking in front of the microphone. Did y'all hear what I said? People B, out there. B does what he wants, man. I mean, I don't, I don't hey, I, 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 I've been doing radio long. You've been in the radio landfill. Long as you hear my voice, that's all that matters. Um, Ron, Ron came in as this like CEO type, kind of removed a little bit, and he even admitted that late. I mean, his last press conference in Ashburn, where he said, "Yeah, I was I was managing for three and a half years." Dan Quinn is not here to manage. Dan Quinn is here to coach. Yeah. I think that is a tremendous difference. And I think Dan Quinn, we don't know this, but when Dan Quinn has been a defensive coordinator, both in Seattle and in Dallas, it's gone very well defensively. When he's been a head coach, it's gone okay. It went okay. But the thing about it, like, people got to learn. This is what people do. When people want to knock somebody, they say you're just like this person that you felt that didn't do well. You can't sit here. Just because people had the same little path and understand, think it's going to be exactly the same. The personalities of the coach is going to change. If the personality is different, the team is going to be different. And I think those two guys' personalities are different. Hell, uh, myself and Percy Butler grew up in Plaquemine, Louisiana. We both went to University of Southwest Louisiana. We both were drafted by Washington. Are we the same people? No. <laughs> went through the same stuff, though, right? Yeah. So but it doesn't mean you're going to be exactly the same. So let's just, I mean, I understand What's going on? And it, it's listen. It's hard to forget what you've seen, and we've seen a lot of past stuff. But I think it's also uh, it's, it's 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 a, a definite a need to give somebody a chance. You know what I mean? Because I I have sat here my and and I tried for some. I tried to give them a chance, and quickly I saw it ain't going nowhere. And then you got to go and say. But in this situation, I keep going back to. They came out and they said Myers and Spielman was going to be the people that were going to be helping them. And everybody praised that. Then they got Peters. Everybody praised it. And then when they make their decisions, everybody hates it. So, in other words, you don't. I don't, I don't think everybody hates it. Most people well, hating it. We had the poll yesterday. The hate it portion was only about 20%. You made, you made it to a way where they had to answer a little different thing. You say like or hate, I bet you it wouldn't be 50-50. I, I bet. Like if there's, I mean, I, I'll pull it up. It was, um, yeah, I, meh. I think meh, I think a lot of people aren't <laughs> excited, but don't hate it. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, well, give me like it or don't, and I guarantee you, we'll see where that goes. But I'm saying, hell, like it or don't, <laughs> Jeff. You like the hire or you don't? Binary. Like it. Think Jeff's gonna like everything. I, I wonder what he would have said yesterday. Landini, <laughs> like it or don't? I I guess like it. Yeah, you said binary. I mean, it, it, we can't play the middle. See, if it's a yes that's what I'm saying. No. When you give people an out, they can they can they can manipulate little things. But I, you go like or don't, and I, I, it's but it's a when I this is a difference. Okay, people that call in sometimes are a little better than the people that post. I've sure. always I always felt this about media. People that see you on TV, they don't normally say the craziest stuff. Because they think you can see them just because they see you. When they're on radio, they're a little bit more open. When they get on anything they can text you, tweet you, email you, they are vicious. And especially in this social media world when you don't know who they are, then they are really vicious. 
So I was paying attention to that. I went to a lot of these little threads and stuff like that, and that's where I was getting most of them. But on the radio, you, you got a few people, but I can't say that that's the voice of everybody either. Um, yeah, I, I'll be honest, B. If it's straight up like it or don't, I'm not sure I want to answer the question. Uh-huh, see? <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the thing about it. Like, I do. If I give somebody wiggle room, a lot of people who people know publicly, people you can see them, they know they are going to give you a political answer on social media. Like it or don't, they're going to give you the real answer. Sure. And, I, I, and that's when you find out. But, like, we, we, I think we are as straightforward as we should be. Because, you know, you can't just get on the air and just destroy everybody. Right. But the whole thing about it is you want to be as truthful as you can to a certain extent because you have to work with people in certain situations. And that's the difference between us and a lot of people sometimes. Sure. And, and this is not like knocking on people. If if you have at work, <laughs> if somebody asks you, do you like your boss? If you know that your boss ain't going to hear it, you have to sit down to some if you think that person has any chance of the, of the boss finding out about it, you're going to answer that thing politically. Sure. So it's the same thing that goes on in every other aspect. One of the things that I think really impacts how people are reacting to Quinn is how much they've heard about Ben Johnson. And I think we yeah. need – and, and if you want to say I'm culpable in that, cool. You're right. I think here's what I really think. I think Ben Johnson was the front runner. I don't think it went so well with Ben Johnson. Mike Garofolo was on Seattle radio yesterday afternoon, maybe this morning, and talked about Ben Johnson interviewing with the commanders. Yeah. What happened with Johnson? He was such a hot name. What happened in that process, do you think? <clears throat> Uh, I don't think he interviewed particularly well. Um, and I, I listen, I've, I've heard some rumblings before. <laughs> All right, let's back up. So Johnson withdrew, and he withdrew as Washington was flying to go see him, which did not go over well at all uh, with the Washington uh, organization at all. Um, but I believe he withdrew from two coaching, circuit, coaching searches that he wouldn't have gotten the job anyway. So... Um, that's the old, you're not fired, and, you know, I'm, I quit. Or I'm not fired, I quit. One of those deals. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think he really bowled people over in the interview process at all. Um, and I've heard that his personality is, you know, he's very smart, very bright, great play caller. Uh, but I've heard that his personality is kind of, um, I don't know, not the most gregarious guy, not, not a Mike McDonald type guy or even a Dan Quinn type guy. Mm. Uh, so I think that came across in the interview process. I, I, my belief, my belief, is that he came into this. Adam Peters had Ben Johnson uh, as his guy, and Adam Peters was not the only one making the decision there in Washington. Which is not to say that he's undermined, uh, but Rick Spielman was involved. Josh Harris, obviously the owner of the organization, Bob Myers involved as well. So it was four people who came to a collective decision, and it was not going to be Ben Johnson. Mm. Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, one of the most plugged-in dudes around. I kind of heard this during the week. Um, I I, I didn't hear it firsthand. I couldn't report it. Mike's clearly hearing it firsthand. Um, The the word I had heard, and and this is not a knock 
All right? I'm not we're not trying to drag Ben Johnson because he didn't land here, right? Mm-hmm. But people were so caught up that that has to be the guy. He is he has now told Carolina no, Seattle no, Washington no. Maybe he knows he's an OC. And that's okay. Yep, it could be. And but and, and let's let's be real now. We've seen a lot of guys who have gone and thought they were going to get, and they didn't because they did not do a good job in the interview process. Right. We've also seen guys we didn't think were going to get a job but end up getting the job because they were so good. Sean, when <laughs> McVay interviewed in L.A., he was too early, but it was good experience to get an interview, except he killed it and got he the killed job. killed it and got it. Uh, Tomlin killed it and got it. Right. The ultimate thing is this. He backed out, and I think – what we have to understand, and this is not knocking fans in this town. It's just saying, open your eyes sometimes. He didn't knock, he didn't say no to just this team. He told Seattle no too. He withdrew from them. So he withdrew from two teams. So it is not nothing bad that your team did. <laughs> maybe just maybe the fact that he did it two years in a row, he did it to one team last year and two teams this year. Maybe he understands at this point that I am not ready for this thing yet to lead it all by myself. Or maybe people are like, yo, I'm not. Maybe the other side is I'm not sure this dude is ready. And and if you have an interview that doesn't go great and then you talk to Dan Quinn, who's going to wow you in an interview, you could kind of see that transition. And one thing that Garofalo stated that I wish and I'm I'm, I know what people are going to try to say. Oh, man, they already – no, 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 let's think about it. You, If I come in, I'm your GM, and I say, JP's my guy. I am already a little biased by saying you're my guy because I, I know you. Right. I've heard some things. Landfield's the owner. Jeff is the is his assist, is his next, the next owner in charge. They're in the meeting with me. Also, I got Drab and Valdez over here, so I got them. That, that's Myers and uh, Spillman. As they start talking, I'm, this is my guy. I'm happy. You start talking, and I'm looking at their faces, and their faces are going like, what the hell? You now know this is not the guy for them. They pay me too. So I'm like, let's go to a vote, and I might get one of y'all. So Valdez go with me. The other three say no. What you going to do? You got to say now that, okay, Let's interview somebody else. Then you interview the next guy, and even you like the other guy. (laughs) I like the other guy, and the other guys like him too. You make a decision, the overall decision for the franchise. And I think that's what they did. It wasn't that one guy said, well, I I own this thing, do this. They made a decision for the franchise, but they didn't even have to make the decision. You know why? Why? Because the dude you were trying to talk to refused to talk to you and another team. Because he probably wasn't ready. So I just want people to understand, this is no knock on the people in charge right now. This is a knock on him. But all, am I, if, if I am at a team, I'll tell people this. I was in Washington for 10 years. And more because I loved it and I was comfortable and I thought I was still doing good. Then I was forced out. I would have never probably left because I was comfortable and happy and was still producing. You get what I'm saying? Sure. Because most people don't leave stuff that they're good at and they're comfortable with because you feel like, I don't want to see what's the new stuff out there. That's why a lot of us get held back. Ben probably 
if he wants to really promote his his career, he probably should have taken the job last year, this year. And everybody go, well, well, they want to go to where and uh, not have success. It's not a guarantee you're going to have success if you have a perfect damn team. You know what I mean? We've seen many teams that were absolutely loaded not get to where they're supposed to get to because none of this stuff is guaranteed. But if you never have that experience, you never have a desire and a drive to go out there and try something else. It's well said, B. You know, I think there is – there's some reality to this Dan Quinn situation that he wasn't the first choice. And maybe Ben Johnson just kind of blew it, wanted too much money, decided he's staying in Detroit, whatever. Um, I, I I think we all kind of know they tried for McDonald and then Seattle upped their offer and it kind of just got away from him. At some point, though, now, you ever have a relative that is dating somebody that you're not wild about? And yeah, I tell them right up front. Right, but eventually, if they don't listen and they... It's on them. They ma- they get married. Okay, like, you just got to... This is... Who's around now? Yeah. this That's where we're at. Like, Dan <laughs> Quinn is the guy now. So, you can try to... You can... I mean, it's not necessarily exciting, but it doesn't mean he's going to do a bad job. Yeah. And there I, are I reasons to believe he'll do a good job. And, and, and like the, those who have uh, doubts, listen to me. I am okay with the move. But you know what my my whole opinion is and my mindset is take the wait and see approach. Let's see what goes on. Like, I don't like to sit here and have to discuss or argue about the exact same thing over and over again. So if I argue about it before it happens, and then I argue about it the next week about it, then I argue four weeks from now, then I argue before the season starts, then when it starts up, what if he goes out there and blow it away? <laughs> you know what I mean? Then now I got to argue with other people about, oh, man, why didn't you really tell us? We, we, we wouldn't Because people, when they decide to go against something, they don't blame themselves later on when, they, when, they, when they're proven wrong. They blame you for not really making them believe in something. Here's you ever what I, that? I, sure. <laughs> I know what I believe in. I know who is the guy. His name is Paul Henry, and he installs windows all over the DMV. I've worked with Paul Henry for years now. He's been to my house. His son's been to my house. I know, I know the people in his office. It's a family-owned company that does great work for your family. They'll take care of you like they took care of me, like they took care of B. Mitch. And if you call them right now, you get 100 bucks off each window with a five-window minimum and up to $500 off doors. You know, JP talks a lot about Paul and uh, and I and him being friends and things of that nature. Paul hit me last night. He said, man, I'm sitting here with my daughter talking about you and uh, your role with the Redskins. He said, she's like, really? You know a guy who holds that many NFL records? Well, I want to tell her, your dad is the guy who goes and installs all these great windows in people's houses, saves them all types of money, make their house look good, make their uh, utility bills go down. You have a guy, your dad is a star. Paul goes in and he does a great job. He doesn't sit up there and charge you all this extra money and things of that nature. The guy also is very, very philanthropic. There you go, philanthropic. <laughs> Had to get philanthropic. Had to get that right. But, you know, Paul does a lot of stuff for the community. And But the thing about it, what he does, his first job, putting windows in your house, he's the top at that. And I always have that first job mentality. So when you do that, you have a right to do anything else you want. If you want to go out there now and get some windows in your house, 
Reach out to Paul and you can receive $100 off each window with the five-window minimum and up to $500 off each door. Contact Paul Henry's Window Installation today and tell him B. Mitch and Finley sent you. PaulHenry'sWindows.com, your clear home improvement choice. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and ATT at tmobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I mean, we're literally going back to Ohio. Uh, we're going to run this back. We had John Kime join the program yesterday just as the news broke that Dan Quinn was the new commander's coach. I texted Johnny last night. Sorry, that was obviously chaotic. And he said, no problem. I'll come back today. Hello, John. How do you do? What up, guys? Well, like I was saying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, that was a wild one. And just to take you behind the curtain, it was perfect because you were given a a good long answer to whatever the question was as we were just scrambling here because we had to get the breaking news sounder and all these things to to happen. Um, John Kime, Commanders, ESPN, Insider. You can listen and watch the John Kime report. Uh, John, what do you think of the hire? I mean, it's a good, solid hire. And now, to me, the whole thing, though, comes down to who do you who who are who does he hire for his staff, and who is the quarterback? So, like, this is a good start, but then you have to build out your staff, and that's going to be the key. And I think that would be the key for anybody. Yeah. But I think you know it's funny because I mean I've talked to a lot of people throughout this, and you know, people that I know who know the league, who either worked with him or coached against him or whatever. And I don't know what they're going to say before I text or call them. And it's been pretty strong across the board that they're like, I just texted someone who's been in the NFL a while and, you know, just, Hey, what'd you think of the move? And it was, came back excellent hire, but excellent in all caps. So like, there's a lot of people who like this. Now, having said that, it still comes down to the staff because a part of the downfall in Atlanta was the staffing in the end. And so you've got to do a good job surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah. I, I think when you, what happens is a lot of people have said a lot about a lot of people that they were interviewing. And right. Dan Quinn, just like you were saying, gets a lot of praise. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear it, though. See, this no, this is don't. the thing. We still hear Ron has all this great stuff, great connections around the league. Dan Quinn seems to have all these great connections, too, but for some reason, no one is listening to it. 
Well, and I think, you know, I, I think in the years I've done this, I mean, he, Quinn has received more than most people that I've inquired about, right? And so I think there's a difference, but I would still say it's still going to come down to, like, who's your OC? Yeah. You know, who, who's your, who's, who, what quarterback you, do they pick? And do they, how do they develop them? Because if you don't do either one of those well, if you don't get the right guy, then you're not going to have success. And so, but like, you know, I think there was also with the other ones, I was intrigued by a number of those coaches, just like everybody else, because you don't know. There's a mystery to it. And with mystery, I think comes the excitement of the unknown. Mm -hmm. This coach could be this. He also could have been that. Because throughout this process, and even with Dan Quinn, like this, I say all this stuff. Well, it's not like he was going seven, you know, fifteen and one every year. So what what held him back? And because everybody's got a flaw, yeah. and um, but with the with the unknowns, you don't know what those flaws might mean in their in their tenure. And but I would say, like what someone else told me last night, they're like all these other people were good coordinators. They hired a head coach. In other words, like they hired someone they've, who's been in that role. doesn't mean he'll be, I don't know if he's going to be better than Mike McDonald in Seattle. Um, but I know, um, you know, so I don't, it's just, it's so hard to tell. And I mean, you know how this goes. Like, again, who's the quarterback? Who's your OC? Yep. And who, who do you surround yourself with? Because one of the things I think that was a downfall here was that on the last several, right? It wasn't, you know, I think you want to get some innovation on that staff and, um, you know, build a little bit more um, with that. And and I think that being in sync with the front office is massive because we haven't seen that here enough over the years. Do you think, like, I mean, the assumption that the offensive coordinator who gets the head coaching job, oh, the quarterback's going to just be great because of that. Well, you've been around <laughs> football, love. JP, yourself, how often is the, really, the head coach really there sitting there taking the quarterback through everything. Very rare. And, <laughs> you know, it's funny because when Jay Gruden was hired, Jay wanted to do be the head coach, the OC, and the quarterback's coach. Mm -hmm. It got to a point, and I remember talking to him during, the, during his first year, he's like, I can't do all this. It's just too much for one person. So you're not sitting there with the quarterback. Now, some, some, some head coaches might work more with that, but you're going to have to bounce around. You're the head coach, not the quarterback's coach. You have to have somebody working with them. Well, I think where the difference is, you're at least if that head coach has a system, and then you're going to hire people in that system. But you're not necessarily working directly with the quarterback all the time. And I've been here a number of years, and they've hired a lot of offensive coaches, and this team has had bad offenses for decades with occasional blips. And it's there's more reasons to it than just oh, it's an offensive guy. The organization wasn't good. They didn't get the right quarterback. A lot of reasons. But it wasn't a guarantee for success. I think what you need is a good head coach and, if you, and, and you know, a good front office. And we haven't seen that combo here in too long. I, you know, we, totally. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's a safe hire. He wasn't their yeah. first choice. Like, these are facts. But – it doesn't mean it's bad. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, like a lot of things can be true. I I do wonder, John, and I don't know how you can prepare for this, right? But I I, I do wonder if you go back and look at the Atlanta years, 
after Kyle left, things kind of went downhill. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, sometimes it's going to happen because it looks like Kyle Shanahan might be a great coach on his own right. But I wonder how, if, maybe it's more of an if, you can prepare for that. Because if it does go well, the people that are just assuming it's going to go well and they're going to lose all this offensive coaching talent, I, man, it hasn't gone well here in 30 years. You really, Listen, you really they sure that's they gonna... lose it. They should hope they lose the talent because it... it would be that they were really right. good. And good organizations can sustain that. Is is, is right. there a way to build a staff so that you could sustain good coaches being poached? Coach poached. Well, I think, I think there is because I, we've seen other organizations do it because they have had, you know, Mike Tomlin. Now they had a great quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger, but – that team is always good under that guy, right? I mean, he's, you know, so they've been able to do it. Harbaugh, um, you know, they've been able to do it. You know, he's not an offensive head coach. I mean, there are, you know, D'Amico Ryan is going to be in that position, but they have the right quarterback. And um, we don't know how good Bobby Slowick really is. He's had one year as a, as a play caller. And in San Francisco, he wasn't working directly with Brock Purdy, you know, so we don't know. But what you do is, you know, I think for the, like, for example, in Houston, you have to have a quarterback's coach who you feel after a couple of years can elevate to that role. And you go back to San Francisco and they had, you know, people talk about that staff in Washington. It was the same damn staff there. And right. They were, you had, you had three and 13. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was bad. But the, like you had Matt LaFleur there <laughs> and they passed over LaFleur to bring in um, Sarkeesian. Now, Maybe you could have gone with LaFleur. Was he ready at the time? I don't know, but you could have gone that way. And that's the way you kind of, you know, then you keep the same system. The problem in Atlanta, they changed the systems a few times. And then you get to a point where I think it was like Dirk Cutter is more of a, who was his last coordinator there, was a pass-happy coach. And that, and I think, you know, I was talking to somebody last night who was like, whoever comes in, he goes, I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to have someone who's more of a run you know, more emphasis on the run game. And then we hear Chip Kelly's name, and, you know, I know that you know, that's a little bit more running out, out in UCLA, but still, like, that's not, you know, what I would have thought. But, you know, if they, but that's what they were expecting because of how it ended in Atlanta, because they did change. So you have to get, first of all, you have to get the right quarterback, and Matt Ryan's very good. They yeah. had Julio Jones, for God's sake. But um, I, also think, I also think part of the downfall in Atlanta, as much as that, was the defense, and you look at their defensive stats, and they after the is it Super the Bowl defensive year, staff that you when you talk about staff that you're worried about because they were loaded on that offensive staff. Right, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why you have to hire very well, and so I, you know, I think the other part in Atlanta there was two things, and I had um, one of the Falcons reporters, D. Orlando Ledbetter, who's covered the team for a long time. And I talked to him about the Atlanta Times. He said part of the big reason for the downfall were injuries, um, but then also that Quinn had a little bit more say in the personnel, a lot more say in the personnel, <laughs> and felt like you know not having it here was probably a better thing for him. Okay. So you know at the time he was coming off two unbelievable defenses in Seattle, so you could command a little bit more power. Well, that's not the spot he's in now. So I think that's probably a good thing as well. So. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think he's going – I don't know that he's going to be calling the defenses, so you better have somebody very good um, being able to do it. So, yeah. Um, it, it, it's going to be fascinating to see how this unfolds. Uh, 
what I keep saying is like, listen, I, I get that this might not have been the first choice, but it doesn't matter now because he's the choice. Right. He's here. Um, who do you? What do you make of this Chip Kelly stuff? <laughs> I mean, I like you just, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, tell us what you mean without telling us what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> There's a definite possibility that they will, <laughs> that they will at least talk to him, right? It was it was I was surprised to see that, and it's funny because I talked to someone earlier in the day who kind of shot who didn't think that was going to be the case, but then later on I know like I do believe there's a possibility of them at least of at least talking to him, and so you know that that was not what I was expecting, um, but. You know, we'll see. And the the one thing I'll say too with Chip Kelly, the one thing that obviously there's, you know, he's developed the system. He's never been a coordinator in the NFL. He has run his offenses in the NFL. And the one thing I always felt like at Philly, it seemed like in the end there was a value of scheme over talent. And talent plus scheme, I will think, is the way to go. You know, I think there were, you know, getting rid of Deshaun, Mack, and all those, in you know, um, yeah. You know, I mean, they're just LaShawn McCoy. So I just felt like that was a something that didn't, you know, it, the scheme became easier to defend when you took away that talent. Um, so, but I think like we're talking eight years ago. Um, and then I would wonder too, JP, though, if that's the way they go, what does that signal for the quarterbacks they may look at it in the draft? Mm. That's the other part that's to me that I would look at because he had Dorian Thompson Robinson and at UCLA, is that something, is this a system that would fit somebody like Jaden Daniels really yeah. well? I don't know. I so get like that. that's where I, that's where I jump to as well. And then here's the other part for, for the people who'd be worried about losing the coordinator to a head coaching job. I don't think you're going to have that worry with this because I don't think that Chip Kelly is going to get a third chance as a head coach. So he would at least be not here in for NFL. a while if it works, I, I not, mean, not in the other, but if he's also leaving UCLA, like, are you really? Are you going to go back to college? And you know, some college coaches like they may just want to be in the NFL and just focus on coaching. So I'm. I would be. Isn't this? You know, a- I, I would have. I would have questions about it, but you know, I think like I, for me, like I like to. I try to keep an open mind on any sort of situation because there's going to be positives, and negatives to everything. And, um, you know, to, if they had hired Ben Johnson, I would have said like, okay, he's really good here. I love his play calling. Love this but I have questions here. Same with McDonald, same with Quinn, same with all these guys. Um, so I think, you know, I would go, that's, that's why, you know, going back to your original point about the hire, I think, you know, had Ben Johnson stayed in, is he the guy? Maybe could you, could you, could you jump to probably, I don't know. But what I know is in the beginning, the feeling wasn't that there was this one runaway candidate like there was with GM and Adam Peters. Yeah. So I, I don't. So that's why I don't think it was a case of oh my gosh, this guy is staying put. Now what? Well, now what happens? I think it was okay. He's going to stay there. Now, now here's the next. Um, but you know, t- like time tells. I mean, I, you know, like we'll find out in in September through December and January exactly whether this was a good hire or not. Totally. And I mean, I've been here long enough to know like there have been a lot of off seasons where people were throwing confetti in the air in March. And it's like in, in, in September, they're tearing their tickets up. So, right. you know, like we'll see. 
John, thank you for the time, man. Glad we didn't get interrupted this time. There you go. Thanks, guys. All right. That's our buddy John Kime. Give him a follow at John Kime and the John Kime Report on YouTube. We come back giving away some Terps tickets. Brian Mitchell here, and I always demand excellence, whether I'm on the field or off the field. And if your HVAC system isn't cutting it, it's time for my friends over at Roots. Thanks to the IRA Act, you can snag up to $2,000 in tax credits for qualifying heat pump systems. And Maryland residents, there are extra rebates on Root equipment just for you. Personally, I have three Root 18-seer inverter heat pumps powering my home, and it's a total game change. I'm telling you, you can do so many things with this HVAC system. You can lower. You can raise the, the humidity how you want it. If it gets too dry, you can put, put a little bit more, more moisture in the house. Make it feel how you want it to feel. Head to Rude.com. That's R-U-U-D.com. And see for yourself. Elevate your comfort this winter with Rude. Because if it ain't Rude, it ain't right. Long lyric there. What's in his pants? Uh, Bees, if you're listening, I would like you to call in maybe 145 and give us odds of all the station workers, who's going to be the druggest tonight? I have a wild card. I kind of think it's Landfill, but he won't be with us. Um, I think Stallion is a is a hot candidate. Um, the answer to that question is Matt Essig. Matt Essig. Yeah, he gets hammered. Yes. Huh? Would you have guessed Matt Essig be? Yeah. I've seen him out of control already. At the, he was dancing up a storm at the Christmas he, he, party, he, right? He, you saw him two years ago, last year one. I was like, this dude right here got something wrong with him. All right, yeah, I think I think he's. A, he, he, I'm not. I was gonna say something. I'll say that to you. I'll tell you all that in the, the break. The challenge has been thrown down, Stallion. You got to get drunker than Essig. People can't hear. <laughs> B caller number ten right now to 800-636-1067. You can win two tickets to University of Maryland basketball. The DMV is home to Maryland basketball, and the Terps need you in College Park this year. Secure your seat to catch the Terps in action before it's too late. Game is March 3rd against Indiana. The hell with those Hoosiers. Get there in College Park. Make it fun. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. You know what they have at Terps basketball games? Um, They probably have sodas. Beer. Oh. Burr. You know what else they have? They got them at the Raging Cages, too. Hot dogs? Yes. Hamburgers? Probably. Not Yeah, nachos. Yes. Popcorn? Yes. Seats? Yes. Basketball players? Yes. Basketball shoes? Yes. Referees? Yes. Mixed Basketballs? Drinks. Yes. Yes, in certain areas. Uh, Broadcasters? Like yes. Trainers? Yes. Probably an ambulance. Can't confirm or deny, but yeah, probably. They should. A mascot? Yeah, Testudo's walking around. Students. <laughs> yes. You still haven't got to where I was going. Water? Yes. Gatorade? Probably. Powerade? I don't know. That's all I got. Crab pretzels. Oh. That's right. Crab pretzels. Okay. When we come back, we're breaking down the best candidates for the commander's offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. Let's get it. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.